Happiness is not by chance, but by choice. Welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast today. Might be a little noisy in the background. I'm in a large one-ton beer delivery van. Uh, it's not quite as creepy as like a pedophile van. It's It's got windows. But uh, in my opinion, these one-ton vans are pretty creepy nonetheless. Even, even if you are a heating and air conditioning and or electrician, they're, they're still kind of creepy, you know. I don't know why. Uh, I think television and, and movies have depicted the creepiness of your, of your van. And uh, gosh, you ever seen, uh, what the hell's that movie? What the hell's that movie? It's got Vince Vaughn and Will Ferrell. And old school. It's old school. They got a they got a freaking van in there. It's like an old 1980s Chevy van with no windows and they and they and they get the people for the fraternity and they capture them all in this freaking van and they just bark the tires and roast the tires everywhere they go and they drive like maniacs. It's pretty funny. You ever get a chance maybe YouTube that scene or uh or just watch the movie. The movie's worth your time because, well, I don't know. I mean, there's a few kind of whatever, not very appropriate scenes in it, but if you can look beyond that and look at the humor of the the actors in it and, and the stupidity, it, it's pretty funny. For, for me, it's funny anyway. But uh, anyway, Last night got home to the old poultry homestead, and uh, I, I I got home pretty decent. So I thought, you know, maybe a guy should build a waste-free quail feeder. Because I, I saw this dude, one of these homesteading dudes, him and his wife have a, I don't know what, it's something homestead is their channel, but they he's, they're pretty good youtubers it's it's a couple you know let let me do a side note here if you ever think you don't have a face for television or um, you don't think you're good enough at YouTube or any of that shit watch these people it's a husband and wife they look like Joe Schmo down the road. They're absolutely not beautiful people at all. And they're homesteaders and they just kind of make these videos of just shit they're doing around the homestead. And they have 140,000 subscribers. I would have to imagine that they're making pretty good money off of YouTube ads. So if you ever think you don't believe in yourself or whatever go look at those people you'll feel a hell of a lot better about yourself but you know what they're nice folks and they just make good videos and that's all you really need to do you can do simple stupid shit and make millions of dollars and then they homestead and they don't have jobs you know what I mean they can do that and the way I figure have at her and congratulations not to mention 
I get good information out of their videos. But anyway, this dude made a waste-free quail feeder. I didn't have quite the exact parts that he had, but I had a bunch of free shit laying around because I'm kind of handy. And I, I don't keep everything, but I keep things that I think I might use, which is not the same things that your grandpa thought they might use when you cleaned out their place after they fucking died. I don't keep that much shit. I just keep stuff that I really honestly think I might use. So anyway, I made it out of an ice cream pail, some inch and a half pipe, and a four inch pipe. And I made this waste-free quail feeder. And I, and I saw one quail stick its head in there and eat for a second. I think I could have put the holes a little higher. If I do another one, I'll do that. But I, I eat ice cream. Like, I always, my wife always makes sure we have a gallon of vanilla ice cream in the fridge. So, I use the, we use those gallon pails for everything. We... For our chickens, our chicken uh, food scraps, we'll keep a gallon ice cream pail in the fridge for a couple days, and we just put all our leftovers on the plates, our, our cutoffs from the vegetables and fruits and all that, and the, the eggs that we crack, we throw them in there, the shells, you know, and, and we keep that for the chickens. But anyway, this I, I took one of the ice cream pails and made this quail feeder out of it, and I used a hot glue gun. I don't know. I'm kind of glad the guy showed me to use a hot glue gun because it seems to me like it's pretty legit. But anyway, I made this feeder and I took the little round, what's supposedly a waste-free feeder, which wastes shit tons of food. Uh, I took that and put it in with the chicks. I washed it first because I didn't want to cross-contaminate my fowl. And... Uh, this feeder you know I mean we'll be able to fill it once every couple days and it should be pretty damn nice I mean man quail can waste feed and that shit is so expensive because of the protein content I'm uh, I'm pretty excited to see how this goes so uh, anyway made that and that's that brings up another point to this whole homesteading thing you know, if you can make your own shit out of stuff you have laying around or whatever, I mean, granted, for like chicks and chickens, these the feeders and the trinkets and shit and stuff that you get is usually cheaper than a bag of feed. You know what I mean? So like these little waterers and feeders and stuff like that, you know, big chickens, we just have a frickin' In the winter, we use a heated pet bowl because chickens don't drown themselves in their water. But in the in the in the, the summer, we just use a freaking like you know like a free oil pan that we found. You know, I mean, not a used oil pan, obviously, but you know, just like a big iron or steel galvanized dish for water. Um, you know, you can cut off five-gallon pails that you got for free and use that for water. Actually, our chicken feeder is a five-gallon pail with holes drilled in the bottom. Not the bottom-bottom, but near the bottom on the side of the pail, like an inch up or so, or a half-inch up or so. And every other one, you know, and I think they're about, ah, oh, geez, I want to say inch and a quarter, inch and an eighth holes. 
And that's just what we put our pellets, our layer pellets in every day. And then we have one of those galvanized steel dishes underneath to catch it. And that's what we feed the chickens. And they put a lot of the pellets on the ground. But if they have a bunch of pellets on the ground, we just don't fill the feeder. You know, you gotta kinda play that with them too. Like if you're gonna put all your food in the ground, tough shit, you're not getting any today. You know, and then they do, they eat it, you know, because they're looking around for it. But as much food scraps and all that that we throw out there, I mean, especially if you free range your birds, you're not gonna be filling that feeder very much. They're gonna get grass and bugs and, there's so many bugs in your yard that you can't even see. You know, they're gonna get all that. So anyway, I just thought I'd give you a heads up on that. And uh, this waste-free quail feeder, I mean, stay tuned, we'll see how it works. But the dude on the internet, he made a couple different variations of it and he said this one was by and far working the best. It looked to me, however, like he didn't have very many quail in his pen, but uh, 15 quail in four feeder slots, I think that should work. I mean, we'll see. But uh, if I make another one of these, you know, when I get the next uh, lower tier with quail after we hatch out a bunch or whatever, or if I put the males down there, uh, that should be pretty interesting. Just to see how, how uh, the capacity of quail that this would feed. But according to how much feed I threw in there, I mean, the quail are kind of sitting on, oh shit. Two or three days worth of feed if I fill it once. So, I don't know, take with that what you will. And if they don't waste any, they're sitting on a hell of a lot more. You know, because I mean, they were wasting a lot. And then I was kind of sweeping it up. Of course, we got sparrows in the shed that come along and they eat off the ground right there and they eat all that stuff off the, off the ground. But that's pretty expensive sparrow feed. But uh, the sparrows are, are in high heaven right now. The sparrows also eat out of our chicken feeder our egg layer feed, which, whatever, I'm fine with that. I mean, when it rains and stuff, we put it inside, they can't get at it, but it, when it's outside, I mean, they just have to go get their their seeds and berries and shit like that, and we have uh, little crab apples in the woods and stuff like that that the sparrows can eat. We, we do like our sparrows. Uh, they're, we treat them as kind of pets. I mean, you can almost walk right up to them. You know, I mean, you can't touch them or nothing, but you can get pretty close to them in the barn. They don't mind uh, because we don't bother them. But uh, anyway, any free avenues that you can use, I mean, even chicken coops. I mean, this next chicken coop I'm building, I think all I'm gonna have to buy is hinges and handles and latches. You know, so, and, and I'm not gonna be buying the, the big shiny panty droppers either. I'm just gonna be buying the cheap shit. So that, that's, you know, taking another avenue because my homie down the road gave me these wire spools and my initial thought for like a half moon um, chicken coop, I think I'm going to put that to rest and I think I got an even better idea. All my free lumber is coming from work out of pallets and I'm going to build like a circular kind of a, a sauna cylinder shaped chicken coop and it's gonna be freaking awesome I can't wait can't wait to build that and put it on Instagram and it's gonna be relatively easy because there's 
very little, you know, framing and stuff involved with this. So I'm pretty excited about this. I'm I'm kind of kind of excited about it because I was reading last night. It might really be nice to have another chicken coop, even though I'm I'm at capacity right now. It might be nice to have a chicken coop if the roosters get mean. You just separate them and keep all the roosters together in a bachelor group. That way, they don't beat the shit out of your hands, and then the only time you leave your roosters in there is when you want to breed them. The rest of the time, you just kind of, you know, feed them and, you know, shit and stuff, and then they don't bother and they don't get as mean, you know? So, I mean, if we put, like, uh, plywood in between the rooster pen and the hen pen, and the roosters were alone, and they were more docile while they weren't breeding, that actually does not really hurt my feelings at all. So having another chicken coop out of that free shit might be the real ticket. Um, the only problem is, is that chicken coop's gonna be so frickin' nice that by the time I get the roosters in there, they probably, I'm probably gonna want more hens at that point. And uh, farmer's market, here we come. Um, but anyway, that guy's got a that guy's got to eat, you know. So you know, using all that free shit around your farm. I mean, and chicken coops, ladies and gentlemen. I've said this time and time again. They don't have to be a freaking work of art. Yes, yes, I am guilty of making chicken coops that are totally freaking awesome works of art, and everybody in the world wants one just like it. But I'm going to tell you that they don't need to be. If you just need to get by, I mean, you can put pellets and plywood together. As long as it breathes nice in the summer and holds a little, I mean, keep the wind out of it in the winter. I mean, you can wrap it in plastic for crying out loud. I mean, they're, they're fine. I've seen people that just make these chicken tractors and they have like kind of an awning in there and their chickens are not very protected at frickin' all. And they're out a lot. And they, to be honest with you, I don't really think they're that nice at all. And I don't really, I, I like to see the chickens go in something and roost at night. I don't like to see them kind of out in the yard and not protected and nothing to really roost on. Um, that's not my style. But you know, if you do that, whatever, it's up to you. Uh, but anyway, just talking about all that free shit put it to good use try to be creative act like your back is against the wall just because and i'm not telling you that you have to do that but i guess what i'm saying is you don't have to dump a lot of cash on this chicken shit you just don't you get value out of what you can build what you can it's kind of fun and self-gratifying to actually build shit and another thing is I mean, even if you have the bank to buy all this spendy chicken shit and your chickens are pets, good for you. It's awesome if you can do that, but you don't have to do that. And your chickens, I'm guessing, will be just as happy if you build something. They, they don't look at the aesthetics of it. They look at the function of it. Oh, I have a place to perch. Here we go. Oh, uh, this is out of the weather. Good to go. Oh, I can get away from a hawk right here. Good to go. You know, chickens are extremely stupid. 
they don't give a shit about how shiny and painted and nice and this totally freaking awesome, lovely coupe. It's the people that come over to your house and are drinking cocktails at your house that are going to comment on how nice your coupe is that you're bragging about that you bought from the t shed company down the road that really isn't that functional of a coupe. You can actually do better with free shit, in my opinion. But anyway, just thought I'd go there. Sorry to go down so many bunny trails, but this is how you get value on the farm, people. This is how you get value on the farm. Anyway, I'm gonna get going. If you wanna connect, it is ziggy underscore 519 at yahoo.com. Haven't gotten any emails from anyone yet with all these listeners. I'm really surprised about that, but that's okay. You know, some people just want a few laughs and hear a little chicken story. Instagram, tons of you. Holy shit. Uh, thank you for being an Instagram buddy of mine. I don't get on there much, but I try to check my notifications to see if I got a message every day. I try to heart some of your pictures, whatever the fuck that means, the heart thing, because uh, you guys are awesome and I like to, I just like to see the breeds you got in your setup. You know, it gives me good ideas. Fact is, that's how I got the ideas about separating roosters was on that Instagram thing. Somebody had a little chart up there. So it was pretty cool. But anyway, I better get moving. And uh, life is good. Kind of raining around here today, but that's what you get. Anyway, have a good one.